Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Praise the Machine. This is a very special episode of Don't Praise the Machine. It's episode number 91, but it's also the greatest tradition that dates all the way back to Baba Jesus Christ. <laughs> a day after Baba Jesus Christ was born, we did our first podcast. We did it on the day of one. We did it on, hang on, no, ADs after he died, so it must have still been mm. BC. Yeah, it was still... Was it BC? When, when, mm. what day was, what's the date of baby Jenga's birth? I'm so confused. If it was it AB be. after birth, which, <laughs> which is what they call, which is what, <laughs> what they call Hang that on. delicious mix of chips and gyros meat in Adelaide. Did AD start when Jesus died? Mm hmm. Okay. This calendar era is based on the traditionally reckoned year of conception or birth of Jesus. So I think, I think he was born in zero AD. Okay, and then and then probably died died in thirty three AD. Okay, so for my joke, I'm going to say we did the first episode. Of Don't present. We did the first Christmas special. Don't praise the machine. Day one, AD. How's that? Mm, that's good. Yeah. Okay, and we, and we're <laughs> <laughs> celebrating success. Now we're celebrating the 2000th, and I guess it would be 20th, 2023rd episode of the Don't Praise the Machine, 2022nd episode. Christmas special. Don't Praise the Machine, Christmas special, the 2022nd or 23rd edition. It's been a <laughs> very difficult start to the podcast, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, look, a lot. Jesus had Jesus had difficult beginnings, and he turned out all right. So and he's fine. And he gave us this. So everybody, we're going to be releasing this, John. I think twenty fourth. I think uh, okay, it's a special one because we normally release on Tuesdays, mm -hmm. but it's a bit of a special time of year because last year we took our one break of the mm. year, but in that period just uh, between Christmas and New Year's, which we'll be doing again mm. this year. So we give you a little gift to listen to in that weird period between mm. Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Yeah, however you want to spend it. But yeah, I do love to picture this episode and, and a bunch of episodes being listened to around this time of year while people yeah. just maybe you're sitting lying in a daze, you got a bowl of cream on your belly with a bit of, with a couple, couple of chunks of Christmas cake floating in it. And yeah, classic got your, dish. Got your AirPods in and you're just laughing, laughing at DPTM, maybe spill a little bit of cream on your belly. Yeah, it's all John's Christmas fantasies are all very cream-based. <laughs> you can't really... Yeah. <laughs> You open up your presents. It's a box of cream. <laughs> Better intro us properly. My name is Alexander Holland, and as always, I'm sat next to my number one Santa sack. He's got to be the one called John Maloney. Ho, ho, ho. 
Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas. It's going to be the new year. We've got a Christmas New Year's special for all our DPTMers, and we can't wait to share it with you. John, I just had a wonderful last working day of the year, really. So it's the, as I'm speaking to you, it's the end of the 22nd of December here in Melbourne. And, uh, you know, I got to that stage in the year where you just start sending a couple of emails out that say to people, that thing that I was going to do for you, I'm not going to do it now until next year. So <laughs> I hope that's okay. If it's not, there's plenty of other barristers out there who probably um, might, might stick around, but uh, I'm off. And that was nice. And now I'm sitting here with a glass of brandy, which struck me as a Christmassy drink to ring in the Christmas yeah. special episode. I've got a glass of brandy on the rocks. John sitting there with his big old glass of brandy. I'm sitting here with a icy glass of frankincense and myrrh on gold. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Sipping it down. It tastes weird, but I feel really in the spirit. <laughs> it's burning. Burning your insides, but in a in a warm Christmassy way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could start off our special DPTM Christmas special. I thought something to make it fun mm-hmm. would be for me to just read out to you some of the top Christmas films of all time and you say thumbs up or thumbs down if you think that's a Christmas film you've enjoyed and you have memories of yeah, or not. Sure. So these have switched around a little bit over the last few years, I've noticed. Some of yeah. them I didn't even recognize, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I'll go through the top 10 quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is voted, um, this was oh, voted they... somewhere online as like everybody's favorite Christmas film. Oh, you ready? Okay. Yeah, sure. Top number one, Avengers, Age of Mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was yeah. number one. I must have missed that one. Number two, absolute classic, Batman, Dark Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's classic. right. Classic. Number, th- number three, you want to take the kids to see Jurassic Jingle. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Christmas Finds a Way. I remember that was the tagline <laughs> for that one. <laughs> Santa Finds a Way. <laughs> then we got number four, Fast and Furious and Festive. <laughs> I love that. Fast, furious, and festive. Man, we got, uh, of course, everybody remembers the Minions Save Christmas. Oh, yeah. Sure do. That one's we pro- got, that, that's probably been made actually by now. <laughs> we got Captain America, colon, it's Christmas, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, more Christmas gruel for you. Marvel, Marvel no. Christmas gruel. And we got seven, Spider Man, colon, he better do a Christmas one too. <laughs> <laughs> there, we have, there we have number eight, Doctor Strange in Santa's Workshop of Madness. <laughs> and there. <laughs> That's good. Number nine, James Bond from Russia with Tinsel. Remember that? <laughs> Absolute classic. And, uh, and number 10 is a real one. Number 10, the Star Wars Holiday special from 1978. Are you familiar with this monstrosity, John? No, I'm definitely not. No, and the reason that you're not is because they real tried to hide it away, (laughs) but it exists. Uh, Wow. And um, George Lucas was not a big fan. He was not particularly involved with it. 
So this... And this is from, you said 1978. 1978. Original, original Star Wars era. So it, it took place between the first Star Wars film and the second mm-hmm. Star Wars film. So from Wikipedia, oh. Star Wars Holiday Special is a 1978 television special. Mm. Keep that in mind because mm. I'll show you a little bit of it in a second. Boy, does it have a 1978 television look to it. It's clearly not shot on, <laughs> clearly not shot on film. Uh, that originally aired on the 17th of November 1978 on CBS. It is set in mm. the universe of the sci-fi uh, based on Star Wars media franchise and as I said, it's set between the events of the original film and the then unreleased sequel, The Empire Strikes Back, oh. 1980. Um, yeah. <laughs> Post-Death Star. <laughs> the special is notorious for its extremely negative reception and has never been rebroadcast or officially released on home video. It has become somewhat of a cultural legend due to the underground quality of its existence. It has been viewed and distributed in off-air recordings made from its original telecasts by fans as bootleg copies, and it has also been uploaded to content-sharing websites. Wow. Uh, So I'm just going to send you a major little clip. So somebody on YouTube has uploaded a really high-quality version of it, uh, and it's Mm. been viewed, that's been viewed nearly 4 million times. And so I've wow, just sent you a, a full version. Yeah. So you can, if anyone yeah. wants to check, if anyone wants to spend an hour and a half this Yeah, Christmas, making your family watch it on Christmas. Check out this Star Wars holiday special. I'll tell you what, mm. I'm going to argue that it's going to be way better than every other Star Wars thing that's been released in the last 10 years. Mm, probably doesn't have Jar Jar Binks in it at least. At least. <laughs> um, but it's kind of comforting to know that the... That the kind of um, money spinning aspect of Star Wars has been with us since the very beginning, because it's easy to it's easy to fall into thinking these are unprecedented bad times, and maybe they're not. I thought the same thing, John, and and mm. so th- that this came out four years before the birth of you and I. Hmm. And go. isn't that incredible? Uh, You're gonna send it to me. It's worth having a look just just to give you a sense of the kind of look of it and the mm. vibe and you'll go, oh, God, no. George Lucas <laughs> has a deep shame of it. <laughs> I, I remember, as you might, just by the by, whenever I think of George Lucas, I can't help but think of when he visited Adelaide and someone, <laughs> yeah. someone took a photograph, like a kind of blurry camera phone <laughs> photograph of him. Yeah. Just eating some like chow mein or something in I think, a I think it was in the, an Adelaide food court. I think it was the Maya sense of food court. <laughs> yeah, so just, good. He just looked so kind of he just would not have thought this is a successful, famous person. Uh I'd go. have gone up to him and said, My favorite George is Star Wars Holiday Special and enjoy your chicken chow mein. <laughs> there you go, have a look. I sent it on Messenger. Let's see. Okay, here it comes. Tap to unmute. Wow. Is it like a... It's like a that, that, screwball goofy... That, yeah. And that's that woman from uh, Golden Girls, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's B. Arthur. B. Arthur. So just just have a little bit of a so it goes for an hour, John. Just have a little bit of a scroll around to get the vibe. 
and you'll definitely you'll get that real 1978 television. Wow! <laughs> oh, there's like a there's Luke Skywalker doing a bit of a musical number. I love that <laughs> with some some classic kind of where they've like animated over the lens, over the over the um Footage. frames. It's got it's got bloody Harrison Ford in it. Yeah, man, oh, they're no, all they, there. What? And the, they've just got a a bearded, unmasked version of Darth Vader with a kind of Nazi-ish accent. <laughs> it sounds like that's his vibe. Oh, they've got they've gone into animation. Oh yeah, man, so, that is beautiful seventies <laughs> animation too. So apparently, apparently the animated bit everybody loved, and that has since oh. been rescreened. And it's the first appearance of Boba Fett, who then appears in the later films. Oh wow! So apparently, the animated bit is good, but everything else is a big old is a big pile old pile of stinking, be Arthur trash. Stinking Star Wars trash. But I want everybody <laughs> to check that out this year, the Star Wars holiday special. John, you're going to be <laughs> sitting around the yeah. camp fire watching. Yeah. Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> what a good end to that segment. <laughs> chugga, chugga, chugga. Also, nothing says, nothing says Christmas like campfire. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> So, well, I'm very excited about Christmas Day, Boxing Day, the fun uh, week that follows where you're sitting around with your loved ones and your friends. Yeah. And maybe maybe you have, maybe you talk about the year that was, maybe you talk about the year that comes. Yeah. And so in that spirit, I thought I'd... Uh, <laughs> Who is I'd, <laughs> Sorry, I just want to do that little baby bash, sugar, sugar. You was there when the year was gone and you'll be there when the oh, year thing. comes. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Bash, that's really, that's been with us since the start. You was there when the money gone, you was there when the money How about there when the money comes, sugar, how you get so, f- Christmas, how you get so fly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea for a remix, Christmas <laughs> remix for Baby Bash. Get him on the phone. So I've come up with some DPTM-inspired predictions for yes. 2023, uh, and I thought I'd love to get your views on them, and I'd love to hear what DPTM is thinking, and I'd love to get your own predictions. I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you hit, some of these on the, hit some of these on the head, John, because we do have a little bit of a reputation for yeah. picking shit that's going to be real hot coming up soon, be it... It's Will true. Smith, I mentioned to you in the week that last week, oh yeah, last week you were talking to me about how the first lady I fell in love with was Drew Barrymore in 1995, mm. and then what happened this week, some 27 <laughs> years later, Drew Barrymore's interviewing the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. That's right. Yeah, and the first man I was attracted to was Joe Biden. So <laughs> it's uh, it's weird. Nineties, <laughs> you loved nineties, Joe Biden. <laughs> When he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he was a little bit sharper, <laughs> uh, more of a commanding gate in those <laughs> days. So we've got predictions. Um, 
We got some predictions for 2023. John the Sage. And they cover a variety of different topics, as you'll see. I've got a I've got a some related to technology, some related to film, some related to fashion trends. So we'll get through them. Uh, first one is this. This one's a more of a film one. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence team up to do a biopic based on the slap and <laughs> Smith's period of recuperation from the slap in India. Uh, for those who want to go back and listen, we've got a variety of episodes that deal with that topic. But um, in short, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars uh, and then went on a retreat basically where he said, I need to go, <laughs> need to shut down and retool in classic Smith family fashion. He went to India and went on some pretentious uh, self-involved retreat. And so this is Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, the old co-stars of the Bad Boys franchise, yeah, and they're teaming up. And, in an, do. and I think that's, I think that, I think that's got blockbuster Britain all over it. But my prediction is that in an odd twist, Martin Lawrence is going to play Will Smith and Will Smith is going to play Chris Rock in <laughs> what he will refer to as a gesture of radical empathy for his, for the, the victim of his slap. <laughs> and they'll have to, they'll have to like, they'll have to get him to perform on his knees so that he's the because <laughs> Martin Lawrence is already short. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was CG, <laughs> CGI it so that it was like a little <laughs> hobbit person. <laughs> um, okay. Second one, plastic surgery trend. This one. Ooh. Uh, and my prediction is that. Uh, in a trend called crease thangin', an increasing number of people will decide that the possibilities of breast and butt augmentation have been, exa- have been exhausted, and instead they'll go to great lengths to emphasize their elbow and knee, quote-unquote, cleavage by getting <laughs> implants on either side of those joints to create a buttock-like peachy crease, and they'll call it crease thangin'. That's my, <laughs> so wait, I'm trying to pick, where does it go? Is it on my arm, like here? Sorry, yeah, or your backs of your knees or your arm crease there, your, your inside of your elbows. Anywhere there's like a natural crease, they'll go, well, we've done we've done kind of butt lifts. We've yeah. done obviously breast implants. We've created, people love a kind of plump line. They love a little bit of cleave. Mm. And, you know, everyone's kind of a bit tired of breasts and butts. So they're just going to be looking for other areas of their body where they can create a nice <laughs> peachy crease it's like kim uh, kardashian on the backs of her knees she'll just have like a little <laughs> a little uh horizontal be, butt crease yeah, exactly. behind her knee <laughs> exactly and then maybe they'll design a special uh thong for it for your <laughs> knee like a knee pad with a little lacy strap at the back <laughs> crease thangin'. that's my crease prediction thangin'. um i've got just a short one. Elon Musk will be replaced as the CEO of Twitter with a neural network called Muskytron. Uh, that's <laughs> that's the, I don't. I think I might have come up with that before he ran that poll and resigned his post, or at least notionally resigned his post. Another so correct prediction from the Splagosphere. Mm. Finally, uh, movie franchise mashups. I've got a few predictions on that front for 2023. We've obviously seen. Uh, the return of a number of 1980s classics and 1990s classics for the benefit of people in my and our generation who are having kids and mm-hmm. they're really for them to take their kids to. 
In that spirit, I think we'll see a return of the never-ending story franchise. Yes. Uh, I think probably the rock-eating giant will be the focus of this one. You might remember him as a side character. <laughs> and I think he'll be played by The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, as the rock-eating giant. And <laughs> Jack Black as the zany luck dragon. Uh, <laughs> and my second prediction, She-Hulk versus Predator, in which the versus refers not to a death match but to... Uh, a legal proceeding in which She-Hulk sues Predator for breach of copyright following a film in which following a film in which Predator plays a struggling attorney. So <clears throat> the Predator franchise goes too close to the She-Hulk attorney at law uh, formula, and then that's fictionalized in a film called She-Hulk versus Predator, which unexpectedly is actually a legal drama. Um, Honey, I uploaded the kids. This is one in which a bumbling scientist uses his kids' brains uh, to train an experimental AI chatbot, but it eventually becomes unclear whether the children have simply died or continue to exist in digital form as sentient chatbots. And uh, Adam Driver will play the the crazy dad in place of uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, Rick Moranis makes an appearance as the as the father of Adam Driver. He's the grandfather. <laughs> Of the uploaded kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. So that's Honey, I Uploaded the Kids, She-Hulk versus Predator, and the return of the never-ending story. Uh, they're just some some predictions that uh, that I've got for 2023. I don't know if you've uh, got any of your own. One thing I will say in terms of, not necessarily predictions, but maybe I can put this out to you. Talking about goals, talking about New Year's, re- not mm. maybe like a resolution, maybe a goal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what my goal is and everybody's going to laugh and then it's going to come true and everybody can go fuck <laughs> themselves. So how about that? <laughs> how about that, DPTMers? Get ready yeah. to go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I- <laughs> Got a real, like a, like a really- volatile relationship with the audience. <laughs> John, John's the John's the good cop in the DPTM yeah, yeah, yeah. world. Don't worry, guys, we love you. <laughs> Fuck off, we do. <laughs> I am gonna be. I'm gonna have a top ten Spotify single. I'm gonna get a writing credit on a top ten Spotify single. That's ah. what I'm. That's what I'm gonna try and do. I'm gonna try and get my name. I'm saying by next year, you'll be able to right click. On one of the songs on Spotify, scroll down to the where it says credits. Click there, mm. and there's going to be either my name or one of my producer names, and you're going to mm. say, "Wow, he really did it!" And I didn't believe in him, and he. That's did totally it. plausible. I thought you might be interested in the current top fifty global Spotify songs because it's that Carimbus time, and so it's quite interesting mm. that the top fifty global chart, so the most listened to Spotify songs. Just goes all Yuletide, uh, except for a couple of little breakthrough songs, which I think deserve even more love. Um, mm. Because at number two, of course, you know what's going to be. All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah oh Carey. God. Number three, wow. one of my favorite Christmas songs, Last Christmas by Wham. And yeah, number, number four, that's a good one. <clears throat> number four, I didn't uh expect uh but it's an mm-hmm. absolute jam and that's rocking around the christmas tree by brenda lee which i love that song from uh, made famous i guess to our generation by i think it's in home alone rocking around the christmas tree and but i think it's important to say that the number one song 
mm-hmm. is not a Christmas song and it's from one of my absolute oh. favourite artists and a new album came out this month. And that scissor, SZA with Kill Bill, she's smashing all of that predictable Christmasness. And so guys, mm. I need to check out the new scissor album because I absolutely love the 2017 album Control. So check out the new Scissor album. I'm going to be doing it this week. I love you, Scissor, so much. And I don't even... It's the first I've heard of Scissor, unfortunately. Mate, I but can, I, I'm going to tell you right now, she is a, one of the best. I love her so much. My mm. dream is to write a Scissor song. A couple of those songs off her last album, Control. Oh, some of my favorite songs of all time. I know. There's mm. a little tip, guys. It's one of the lesser-known albums on the Control album, Prom by Scissor from 2017's Control. Oh, my God, it's one of my favorite songs Ever written? I love it so much. One of the tracks on that album. Okay, great. Uh, Yeah, and I thought, John, Mm -hmm. I thought I could just give you my top three Christmas songs. And I know some. um, And guys, if you want to do a Christmas song, probably uh, since I've moved to Europe, a Christmas song that I didn't know, but is massive over here. It's big on German Christmas radio. You're going to hear it in all of the Lidl's. You're going to hear it in all the Aldi's. You're going to hear it in all the Kauflanders. Yeah, shop around. Talking about yeah. Chris Rea's 1986 hit "Driving Home for Christmas," that's an absolute banger. Crumbles. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces, and it's been <laughs> so long. I remember, I remember you turning me onto that actually, and it was only after you moved to Europe, I think. Yeah, it's great. But then the other two are Australian Christmas classics. We're talking about mm-hmm. Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy. You saw him. I bet, mm. I bet he sang that to you when you saw him the other week. Did he? He sure did, yeah. Not only that, but uh, shout out to DPTM at Georgie or George or Georgina. She um, sent me a WhatsApp photo yesterday after being at that concert, not with me, but at the same time as me. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. She's a friend of the show. And she sent me a photo of her sitting with, because she happens to be friends with Paul Kelly's partner. So it was her and mm. Paul Kelly and Paul Kelly's partner having a drink on the 21st of December. No that is way. gravy day. So, I mean, his calendar's got to be pretty booked out on gravy day, <laughs> you'd assume. Uh, so to get to get FaceTime with him, that's quite an achievement. There's a... There's always a gathering in Canberra, a government house mm. that he's obliged to appear at. He shakes the Prime Minister's hand every morning mm. on gravy day. It's, they give him the ceremonial ladle and he gets, <laughs> and he just dips, dips into it. Dips. There's a kind of, uh, there's lots, there's this huge Bay Marie with, has, which has kind of Victorian filigree on it and, it's gold-plated and he dips his ladle in. There's always that that line of people who've applied for Australian citizenship and they approach yeah. Paul they approach Paul, and then he, he reads out a line from How to Make Gravy and then he says, and what's the next line? And if they get it wrong, mm. they get put on a plane back to the country that they, of origin. <laughs> if they get it right, they become Australian citizens instantly. Yeah. What, what happens often is they, they get... Uh, they get dunked like a kind of baptism. They're reborn as Australian citizens. They get dunked in the gravy trough. <laughs> well, it's, it's Christmas citizenship or Christmas Island for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, number three is yeah. one that I don't think number three. you weren't that familiar with, John, but I think I've turned you onto it and I think I've given you so many brandy-soaked tears. We're talking about. 
Tim mm. mentions white wine in the sun. Mm, you did turn me on to that. In fact, last year we recorded this. We recorded the 2021 Christmas special. You mentioned that and I was like, what is this uh, song? So then I went on a road trip to Colac, beautiful town of Colac in Victoria for Christmas. And we put it on and yeah, I loved it. It was a, it's a beautiful, beautiful tune, which I played all through that Christmas period and we'll probably be putting on again. Uh, it's very kind of, very nostalgic and makes you, makes you kind of um, grateful to have, a, to have the kind of Australian style sunny Christmas. Normally, a, normally I'm jealous of the snowy, of the people who get to enjoy a, a white Christmas, but it makes you think, oh, this is pretty nice, actually. I would say last year I was lucky enough to spend Christmas in Lillehammer, Norway with mm-hmm. Michael and my my Norwegian family, Agnes mm-hmm. and Daniel and Mia. And I will say that if you're going to have a Northern Hemisphere Christmas, Lillehammer, Norway mm. is pretty much the ultimate place you want to be because it looks right. like you're in a fucking snow globe. So it's yeah, okay. It's amazing. None and of it none of this like light dusting that turns to sludge. Yeah. It's like proper proper white Christmas. It's a proper deep dump. I was eating reindeer. I for totally I totally forgot about the fact that it was minus 92 and I got 6 minutes of sunlight because it was so <laughs> Christmassy. So Norway's <laughs> Norway's great for Christmas, but I will I got to tell you I know a lot of Australians out there they they've never had a white Christmas because of course um, Northern Hemisphere crew. I don't. I don't think Northern Hemisphere crew realize how how many of our Christmas traditions down there, down under, how it's bloody hot. But we're mm. still it, we we still cover everything in fake snow and reindeer mm. and Santa. So it's this give we, each other Christmas cards with like snowy scenes <laughs> and snowy scenes. We sing snowy yeah. Christmas carols. So it's all yeah. of this kind of longing for a cozy, snowy Christmas that, that mm. like probably most Australians never experience. And, and we're, all, we're all eating, buddy, you know, like ha- <clears throat> ham off the bone. Yeah, turkey, on it and all this stuff. Heavy. Yeah. I mean, like Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy. I mean, honestly, mm. it should be How to Make Green Chicken Curry. Salsa. How to Make Salsa. Yeah, How to Make a Cool Salsa. Paul, mm. we're reaching out to you. Change the lyrics for how mm. to make gravy to You changed them. You've already changed the bit about uh Nina Simone. Yeah. Can't remember that. And now it's time to just change the gravy. You changed it from a little too to much a more cologne. contemporary sauce. That's right. And I remember we got a bit of love last year because we changed it again. We suggested what was his <laughs> name again? Carl the mailman Malone. <laughs> Uh, one of the classic, one of the best. I re- I think I put that in. There's a little. I made a little spot of. I made a little uh, SoundCloud playlist of some of the best moments mm. of DPTM, which we've been shooting out to journalists, and that bit is in yeah. it. The color of my old man, because you said you wanted to. You wanted to hear him refer to a '90s basketball star. Do you remember the last one? Like as if, as if the woman. The woman was, yeah, was dating. You said, yeah. Had dated Carl. Had dated Because it was Malone. like, he'd gone from Cologne to Nina Simone. And I thought, well, you just put anything in there with own. <laughs> and I just came to remember the me. last one? What was his name again? Oh, yeah. Carl the Mailman Malone. Yeah. Like she dated 
she dated Carl Malone and he was just a bit of a drip and they all had a family joke about him. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to change gravy to who's going to make the salsa now? <laughs> Better won't touch the same. Mm. So I want to tell everybody out there, I'm telling you right now, Australian Christmas is the best. Summer Christmas is the, for me, for me it's Norway or Adelaide. They're the two Christmases mm. that I want. Stinking hot or freezing cold. Stinking hot or freezing what you cold. Want. So I want to say yeah. big love to all my Adelaide Christmas crew. Holland Christmas this yeah. year is going to be my my family's host in the Holland Christmas. Dad's side of the family, the Hollands, they're all going mm. around to Marie and Steve's house. Mm. It's going to be great. Going to love it so it's much. What are you doing? For, what are you doing on Christmas? I'm gonna be with my shout out to Don't Praise a Nico. So Nico, oh. my, my my dear friend Nico, is married to a wonderful Australian woman. Nico's German, Greek German. Mm-hmm. He's a he's my mm-hmm. one proper Berliner friend, born and raised on the mean streets of Kreuzberg. His oh. wife Rose is from Melbourne, and their wow. wonderful son Griff. He's got to be half German, half Australian. So they do a German Christmas on the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. And they do Australian Christmas on the 25th, much like my dear auntie and uncle David and Ilka, David's hmm. born and bred in Adelaide and Ilka mm. is German. So they do the 24th with Ilka's mm-hmm. parents, uh, their little German mm-hmm. Christmas with their oh, little German side of the family. And then they do the Australian okay. Christmas on the 25th. Yeah, there you are. You're back. I'm back on the 25th. Mm. I wonder if I can, I have quite a Christmassy story. I wonder if I can crowbar in here. It might just take five minutes, but it's very Christmassy and I've just remembered it. Sure. This is a cool Christmassy story, which I think speaks to both the Christmas spirit. It speaks to Australian Christmas. It speaks to German Christmas and it speaks Mm. to the beautiful soul of my Uncle David. This is a good story. I've probably told you this story before, John, but I think everybody out there is going to yeah. love this. Everybody, settle into your nog because you're gonna, your heart's going to be Christmas warmed. So, <laughs> so some years ago, my Uncle David uh, and his wife Ilka and probably their son Liam, they were chilling at home. I won't give the street name away, but they have a home in Adelaide and their particular street Mm -hmm. has a Christmas street party each year where they shut off the street and everybody just gets out and I think people bring a plate and everybody has Mm. a wonderful time, Christmas street party. Mm -hmm. And Mm. as I mentioned, my Uncle David is married to Ilka. Ilka is German. So Mm -hmm. because of that, David... Knows a lot of funny little things about German. He 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 mm-hmm. understands a lot of German, and he has a bunch of little German phrases he likes to kick out. Mm. And this particular Christmas street party, I think, for no particular reason, probably just to kind of entertain himself, he was singing mm. the SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> theme song in German. Right? <laughs> Which, yeah. uh, for anybody out there who wants to know, SpongeBob SquarePants, Auf Deutsch, is SpongeBob Schwammkopf, which actually directly ah. translates to SpongeBob Spongehead. But anyway, that's what he's called. Say that again. SpongeBob Schwammkopf. Mm-hmm. Schwammkopf. There you go. SpongeBob Schwammkopf. SpongeBob Schwammkopf. Right? So my Uncle David yeah. is just singing that to himself. 
walking down the street. And suddenly, a man approaches him and says, oh, excuse yeah. me, you are singing the SpongeBob Schwammkopf song. Are you, are, you, are you German? And Dave doesn't recognize this guy. And he's like, oh, yeah. no, actually, I'm not. My wife is, mate. That's how I know that. And then he, Dave goes, are you German? And he goes, oh, actually, I'm Austrian. And then David goes, oh, what, like, what are you doing here? And then, the guy explained, mm. and then the guy explains to him, the guy's name is Lucas. And he explains to David that he's there finishing up his studies at the University of Adelaide, I think. He'd come over from, uh, mm. I think, Germany or... Austria mm. to finish off his studies at the, at the University of South Australia. He was staying on that street, renting a place. Oh. And David says to him, oh, so you're just visiting. Well, what are you doing for Christmas? And he goes, oh, well, I'm just here by myself. So I don't think that I would be doing very much for, for Christmas. And David, <laughs> of course, because it's yeah. David and because it's yeah. Australia, David just goes, Nat, here's what's happening. You're coming yeah. with me and you're going to spend German Christmas... <laughs> With my, me and my wife and her parents yeah. and her brother, who are all like native Germans and speak German. Mm. So you're going to have a mm. German Christmas on the 24th. And then on the 25th, I'm going to take you to my family's Christmas. So then he goes. <laughs> so on the 24th. <laughs> That's very lovely. So David took him yeah. to the pre-be Christmas on the 24th, proper German European Christmas. Mm -hmm. and then on the 25th, he came to the Megan Christmas with all the millions mm. of my aunties and uncles and cousins, <laughs> right. So yeah. he's had these two, he's had like a German Christmas in Australia, then a really Adelaide Christmas in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. like welcoming him, like, of course, come on, have Christmas with us. So then him and Dave just stay in touch. He goes back <laughs> to Germany. He goes back to Europe. Yeah. He goes back to Europe. Him and David and Ilka stay in touch. Of course, because Ilka's German, huh. David and Ilka come to... Mm. Germany all the time. They come to Europe all the time. They visit him mm. on every single trip that they come back to Europe now. He got married <laughs> wow. a few years ago in Munich, I think, and David and Ilka were at the wedding. And his dad yeah. at the wedding that um his dad at the wedding said to David, it meant so much to us what you did for him when he met you on the street and you were singing the SpongeBob Schwamkoff song and you took him to two Christmases. <laughs> it was just amazing. So oh, now, isn't that lovely? And now him and Dave and Ilka and his wife, they all have Zoom calls together every few months. Mm. They stay in touch and they, they catch up like every year because David and Ilka go to Europe like once every year or wow. two years. That's a Christmas miracle all from singing the SpongeBob yeah. Schwammkopf song, Auf Deutsch, in Adelaide. As a Christmas miracle. That is a beautiful story. Yeah, like, isn't that genuinely. Lovely? Imagine that. Just kind of a, like the off chance that this, that David happened to be just getting a little bit too into the groove of the SpongeBob uh, song yeah. and singing it audi audibly within earshot of a stranger. <laughs> and it spawned a, a whole friendship. There you go. It's a Christmas miracle. So uh, we've talked a little bit about the predictions for 2023 in the world uh, that DPTM inhabits, the world of celebrity, the world of weird plastic surgery trends, movie franchise mashups, technology, and so on. I want to talk a little bit about the year that's been, uh, and particularly I want to give a shout out to 
some of the uh, fans and friends of the show who have come from places that you and I don't seem to have any uh, discernible connection to. And I particularly love... (laughs) I particularly love when I, because we we are hosted by Acast, I particularly love when I go onto Acast and look at the analytics and you put in, you know, your date range and, and it gives you a world map. Yeah. And the world map is populated by downloads that you've got in different territories in different countries. And sometimes I just like to hover over strange places where there's a little bit of, because it darkens the bits where there's been listeners and the right. darker the shading the more listeners there are so you'll see a bit of a bit of light shading sometimes in an area where you think (laughs) i don't even know where that is and you'll hover over it and it'll say it'll say for example this it'll say you've got six downloads in the philippines now i've never been to the philippines i don't know who that would be i I do not have Uh, a filipino connection a manila connection mm, a manila connection (laughs) and we love it's not somewhere that you typically would transit through. So we're just, we're at a loss. And I love being at a loss. I love the fact that somebody has gone at least six times. Then maybe they've gone, oh, this isn't for me. This doesn't have enough Filipino content. Uh, so we've got six downloads in the Philippines. we got 16 downloads in Brazil. What? I'm not sure who that would yeah, be. Yeah, I also, uh, that's a lot from. It's a lot. And it's not a. Yeah, double figures. It's not a Portuguese language podcast. No, it's definitely not. My Portuguese is even worse than my Spanish. Uh, we've also got 16 in Turkey. Uh, so 16 in Brazil, 16 wow, I in the, Turkey. I wonder if the, six, got, the 16 in Turkey could potentially be my friend Mustafa when he's visiting his family. Uh, okay. I wonder. Um, yeah, Mustafa. We've, we've got 173 in Iceland. Now, you must know what that's <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I do know what that's about. Why? Yeah. Okay. Is 173? We've got 173. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. That's, that's, a, that's a decent decent number. That's going to be Andrew Osborne. That's James's brother. Oh. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. Keeping it alive in Iceland. Thank you I so love much that. for keeping it frosty. Keeping it DPTM frosty. Yeah, I love it. 90 in Norway we've got. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to me. The Norwegian, my Norwegian Christmas family. There you go. Five in Colombia. Uh, one in Azerbaijan. I know we've talked a little bit about um, the algorithm sending you Central Asian uh, memes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's part of what's inspired that. We got one in Kazakhstan. Yeah, of course. We got four in Indonesia. No, I've no uh, idea got, where they would be. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know who that is. Don't know who the four in Japan would be either. Nope. Um, we got three in Kenya. Three in uh, Kenya. That must be because we, of <laughs> because of my marathon interests. And because they're yeah. because the Kenyan marathon champions they're sh- they're shaking in their boots because I'm coming for them next mm. year in Berlin. <laughs> that must be right. That's one of your opponents that's, doing research that's on you. Elliot Kipchoge just shaking in his Nike Vapor Flies. <laughs> he's checking in, going, "Oh, he's, how much training's he doing?" Because I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, we've got listeners in Algeria, of in, Al- in Angola. <laughs> In Kenya, in Nigeria, in Chile, uh, and in Estonia. Wow. So, yeah, so I want to thank all of you. Some of you have just mysteriously dipped in for one or two downloads, but I hope that (laughs) over this Christmas season you'll come back to us and give us another chance. And I think 
na- I think uh, in 2023, we need to obviously focus as do all money-minded uh, money-minded enterprises on jurisdictions where there's a bit more capacity for growth, you know, expanded in a new market. So don't be surprised next year if we do a little tour of Latin America or maybe sub-Saharan Africa or Central Asia and get a little bit more, get a little bit more schblag heavy uh, content from those regions. Meet the fans. Um, And if you're listening, yeah, meet the fans. Well, I'm going, I, I didn't check this actually, I'm going to Laos and Thailand in January. So I might, I might have to have a look and see if we've got any downloads there, but if you're listening in any of the places that I've just mentioned, uh, we certainly thank you and we urge you to reach out. We'd love to get you to write to us at don'tpraiseitaol.com and tell us what is it about uh, what is it about being a young person growing up in the land of Brazil that's got you interested in uh, DVTM. What is it about being Indonesian that makes... <laughs> Uh, makes you love a hot splag. <laughs> we want to know so bad. <laughs> Let's know, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into this special Christmas episode of Don't Pray the Machines. We look back at 2022 and we look forward to 2023 and we really want to say thank you so much for tuning in all year guys and gals thank you very much everybody in the club we want to say thank you so much john especially wants to thank you all for tuning in really appreciate it so deeply and i want to say to you as i'm sure we both do Tell a friend about DPTM. That's right. We're going. To, this is the important part. I have in huge letters on the screen mm. right here. Make sh- because we don't ask anybody. <laughs> this is also all podcasts that do this. They say the same. They say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. ask you for money. We don't run ads. So mm. we are asking everybody this one thing. Please, if you enjoy the podcast and you're listening regularly, recommend it to a friend. Share it with a friend. Talk about it on social media. Because we mm. really think that the world's a better place when more people come together and tune in to our podcast. Don't you think about yeah. that? Don't you think that's true, John? Shamalama. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Al. Uh, we love our Don't Praise the Community and we want to welcome more people into the community. So if you've got a social media account, as I know some of you do, you might be on Facebook. You might be on LinkedIn. You might even be on Instagram. We want you to promote it to your friends and loved ones on those fora because uh, that's a powerful tool Uh, and it will help us bring the DPTM message and joy to a wider variety of human beings and that's what we love. Guys, pause the cast right now. Get out Mm. of your podcast app. Go in Instagram. Go into email, go into MySpace and send the link <laughs> to a friend right now. And here's what's going to happen. I know exactly how many people are currently downloading the podcast. And if mm. it remains the same or drops, then I'm going to get really angry. And that's going to be the energy <laughs> that I'm then going to have to bring to every episode. I'll keep doing them, but 
I'm just going to be yeah. in a really bad mood for most of the episode. <laughs> so if you want to avoid that, it's in your hands, everybody. <laughs> please, please, for my sake, don't let that happen. <laughs> I'm going to hit, I'm going to start hitting John if the numbers, <laughs> if the numbers drop. <laughs> like some, like some perverse Twitch video. <laughs> Send us a pineapple. <laughs> I'm going to send John a Cat 09 Tales in the mail. I'm going to make him podcast <laughs> shirtless. He's going to have to whip himself. Read the numbers out to me, John. And if they are less than the previous week, he know what's going to be coming. You're going to have to. <laughs> so, guys, if you don't want that, do what I'm telling you. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into episode 91. Don't praise the machine. Thank you so much for tuning in to Don't Praise the Machine. Machine in the year of 2022. Every single episode was brought to you by, by, by myself. I go by the name Alexander Hall. Every time I do an episode, there's a man sat next to you digitally. He goes by the name John Malone. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks so much, everybody, for listening this year to us on Don't Praise the Machine, and we look forward to having you with us next year as we shoot out more juicy schlags and into the stratosphere with you, the DPT and the community. Thanks so much, everybody. Don't forget to stay prayed up and we'll see you next year. The podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome to the microphone, Mr. John Maloney. I'm driving home for Christmas. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces I'm driving home for Christmas, yeah Well, I'm moving down that line And it's been so long But I will be there, I'll sing this song To pass the time away Driving in my car, driving home for Christmas. It's gonna take some time, but I'll get Ladies there. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alexander Holland. Top the Tobin tailbacks. Oh, I got red lights all around. Soon there'll be a freeway, yeah. Get my feet on holy ground So I sing for you Though you can't hear me when I get through And feel you near me Driving in my car Driving home for Christmas Driving home for Christmas with a thousand memories I take a look at the driver next to me He's just the same 